0: Okay, let's start our discussion for this year's Parshas Toldos as we get into the Parshas of Yaakov and Esav, Toldos, Vayeitse, Vayishlach, Exciting Parshas of the third of the Shvatim, the, I'm sorry, the third of the Avos, and that will lead us in, in a couple of weeks, but Hashem, into the stories of the Shvatim. Let's we'll start off at the beginning of the Parsha, where uh, Yaakov and Asav are born. Towards the beginning of the parsha, we are told Va'yigdalu pasuk chavzayin, hana arim Va'hi Esav ish yodei atzayit ish sadeh. Yaakov ish tam Yosef ohalim. Esav had his hobbies. Yodeyat Sayyid ish sadeh. He was a man of the field. Yaakov ish tam Yosef ohalim, and he loved to sit in the tents. This, by the way, is the source for the name of Rabino Tam. Rabino Tam's name was Yaakov. Yaakov ish tam Yosef ohalim. Rabino Tam Rashi's grandson. His name comes from this pasuk. Vayehav Yischa as one of the reasons. Vayehav Yischa as Esav kitzayed b'fiv. Yischa loved Esav because he was entrapping with his mouth. Rashi gives to pshatim. What is who's fiv? The Heves is Yaakov. The question that is asked by a number of the mafarshim is why there's a difference between vayehav and oheves. Vayehav is past tense. Vayehav Yischa. Yischa loved Esav kitzayed b'fiv while Rivka Oheves es Yaakov. It's not parallel. It's Vayehav, it's just to say Rivka Ahava et Yaakov. But instead it says Vayehav as compared to Oheves. It says the Dubna Second week in a row where we have a Dubna Magin. says the Dubna Magin in source number one in the Karas shop the Oneg, the second value. Source number 1 What's the difference between the two? Why is one past one present? a new rabbi in town. New rabbi comes to town. And Unbelievable, the townspeople loved the new rabbi. He was great, he gave amazing drushes, he was such a great person, so wise, always knew what to say. <laughs> there are two paths that are open for this rabbi to go down. <laughs> it could be that this rabbi really is a Tamil Chacham, really knows. Shas and poskim, va agados. That really could be true. That he, he's he's the real thing, the real deal. But there's another possibility, right? That sometimes if there's a prava, if there's a, you come one time, you know, it's polished and you prepare for it, and you know exactly what to say, you know the questions that are going to be asked, prepped for it. But really deep down, the person might not might not have the goods. Ulam Yeshef Sharut Shnia Sheharavu Klay Reit Misaratzmo. Really, he's empty inside. Ella SheShama Machidu Shaitora. But he heard. He heard some shiurim. V'chrushos Me'achirim. V'noheg B'Mirma Ki'ilu Hu'Atzvachidish Asadvarim. And he's quoting without quoting anybody by name. You know, I think one could suggest. I think one could answer. Maybe this. But really, it's all a cover-up. So how do you know? The first week, you don't know. The second week, maybe you don't know. But as time goes on, the true colors are going to be revealed, says the Dubna Magid. His gadlus and the chashivus that the townspeople have for him is just going to grow. Every day and every week, they'll realize, wow, that's another shir, and that's another psak, and that's another thing he does, and it's going to get greater and greater im harav knowing Bimirma, Harish Yelak Over time, people will then realize if he doesn't have what it takes and he's just copied and he just heard, so then it'll get less and less over time the feelings for that for that new rabbi. Says the Dumna Magid pass versus Oh Kenu nimshal omar Magid, Bi namar Nama Ba Yahab Yisraq, Avar it's past. everything is befif. it's in his mouth it's not real it's not part of who he is Asa puts on a show he tricks it was less and less he still had it but it was less and less over time because he realized maybe this isn't the greatest person even though he still had the love for him which we'll talk about more as well what can even note that in the words Chazal do? is the word asu. Asu, he's done. He wasn't a growing person. He didn't. He didn't try to do more and more asu. What he had, he had. He was. He was born looking mature, and he was as mature as he was going to get. He wasn't going to grow at all. That's why he's asu. He's made already. He's not. He's not growing and making other people grow. Vila rifka Nemar Oheveses Yaakov Vlashen Hove. Why? Because every time she saw Yaakov. She was more impressed. The more we get to know, the more we appreciate. And that's why we know many that uh, many of those around us who we respect and we, and we love to be close, the more we get to know them, the more it grows. Hopefully that it's, that's uh, the relationship that, uh, of a spouse, two spouses to each other, as we saw in last week's Parsha. We didn't mention it this year, but our first points out in last week's Parsha, Pasuk says that uh, Yitzchak brought Rivka into his tent and took her for a wife and and he loved her. He loved her. Well, doesn't the love come before the wife? Right? But last week's parsha says of her no, because the marriage is just the root. That's the beginning. Every day, every, every year, every decade that the the um, couple is married. It should be in a bechina of oheves, as as the pasuk alludes to Rivka's love to Yaakov, and not for Yiscah's love for Asaf. Okay, says the says the uh, pasuk. Moving right along, so we have Yaakov and door. Says the uh, Pasik. Pasik chavtes. We're up to Yaakov nazid. So here we go, the story, the first story in the parsha, that might not seem so yashar, might not seem so tam, might not seem so emesdik, though ironically we're talking about titein emes, liyaakov, and we're talking about yaakov tam Yosheva Ohalin, a question that uh, has been discussed before. So we have the story of the Yaakov, Esav comes back, from a long day in the fields, busy day, lots of animals. Halitaini ha It's amazing just the imagery the Torah portrays here. Give a halitain, halitaini, is a washroom, like Rashi points out, pour it down my throat. Halata is something that we usually do to animals. The Gemara Masefah Shabbos discusses stuffing an animal, because you want to make them fat before you chefed. So the language there is used as halata, stuffing in the mouth. That's what Esav is saying, stuffing in my mouth. That's the kind of person we're talking about here. na min haadoma zer. from the red stuff. Can't even get the words out. I am tired and starving. We all know when somebody comes back into the kitchen after a long day, probably... A child after a, a starving, they skip lunch that day and they just can't even get the words out. They're so starving. So this is, this is, is Esav. They called him Edom. Ask the Kleiakar a simple question. Didn't we know a couple of Pesukim ago? He was born Admoni. Like David Amelot, the two people in Tanakh were Admoni. David and Esav. So Esau was already born Admoni, in And yet only in Pasek Lamid, when he's grown up a little bit, and he asks, and That's where the Pasik says, Ah, oh, they called him Edom. Edom, Esau, Rome, all the same, the same family. Ask the Kleiachar, did it call him Edom originally? When he was born, they should have called him Jinji. Right, They only called him that after, after the whole story. That it, with the, with the, I want the red stuff. Oh, now we're going to call you red. You've been red all your life so far. Klayakar. Mashalokaro eddo miyad. al He was already red beforehand. So why wasn't he called that? Says the Klayakar, lefi, First of all, to, to pick up on that ha'ara, question is not a question that's asked by many mafarshen. But one has to want us to note that the pusig is, is after the story about the, the lentils, not right away. That's why we call them Edom, because of the lentils. What did that show that we didn't know beforehand? Says the Kalei she'ein zeh chadosh tachas There's nothing new under the sun, as Kohela says. Ki adumim, Many children are born with a, a U of red. It's natural. That doesn't show a uniqueness. Many babies are, 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 have, have the, the red complexion when they're first born. Kahud Reb Like Reb Nasan says, Reb Nasan the story about Reb there was a woman who came to Reb Nasan that uh, her first two children died after Rasmila. So, so the woman brings Reb uh, the third child, and says... So what do you think? Remnasah says, why don't you wait a couple of days? Because the baby seems a little red. She waited a couple of days, she did the Bersmilah, and the baby lived. She was so excited, she named her Kimnasan because of Remnasan. But, but you see from that, come on, a lot of babies are red. So it says to Kleiakar, the ones that were around Asub didn't realize this was part of who he was. At first, when he was born, okay, he's got a little red. Maybe it was a little, it was a little tight inside. You know, twins, this close quarters. It was, it was okay. Two Malachim, two kids, it's it's, it's uh it's tied in there. So Mara Zeb, They thought it was just you know something that wasn't part of him, but it was just based on the situation, based on the fact that he was a baby. That's up until this event occurred. But when he said, from what? Min ha-adom ha-adom adom what is that Pasuk? Why is he saying that? Why doesn't he say, kasem lentils? Kasha Lama lokaram We know, Avram Rabinu has just died. Right? And, he, and, and it was lentils, that's the food of Avelim. So, why didn't he just say lentils? It was so hard to get the word lentils out. Elavad Shagila daito. Esav here was, was, was revealing his hand. What was drawing him was the redness of them Because that's who I am I'm connected to Adom To Edom As we'll see in a second He had this natia no, nah, it, it wasn't mikre. Says the klayaker, it was teva, and we know that once he did something that reflected his affinity for something red, for something adom. Alkain, Haya Ohib kol davar hamisyaches le'mizgav. Who called dover adom? Al kares shmo adom. That's why it's adom. Ki no deve emes etivo mazal madim. And he was born under the constellation of Madim, as the Gemara in says, which. One could either be a Moel, which he was not, one could be a shochet, which he was not, or one could be a murderer, which he was, and wanted to do even more. What did he do when he came in? He says, Ayefa <laughs> What does Rashi say on Ayefa <laughs> noki? Ayefa ni Mishri <laughs> I'm Ayyaif, I've spent my day killing things. That's and then he goes right into Adoma Adoma Zeb. He is he is he is opening his hand to tell us what kind of person he is. This is this is Esav, who's mimus, that's what he says in the continuation. What is Esav telling me that bin What do we have to know that for? Elavada, line 23. I'm explaining why I'm calling it, them red. I don't say adashim. I've spent a couple of hours murdering, so that's why I'm, into the Ado- I'm in the adom world, and that's why they called him adom. Not because of. He was born because whatever one is born with, it's all about channeling. David Hamelech, as I said before, was also Edom. And he also fought wars. And he, because of that, wasn't allowed to build a Migdosh, says the Passoghid HaYamim. But it was all channeled to Avodas Hashem. It was killing out the enemies of God. It was killing out the enemies of the Jewish people. That was David Hamelech. You could be Edom and you could still be the Machaber of Tehillim. That's David Hamelech, in contrast to Asaph Harasha. Moving right along, still in this section. So Esav says, "Feed it to me." But Yaakov, Yaakov, without batting an eyelash, says, "Okay, for the b'chora." Yaakov says the Bechorah. out of the blue. Did they have any conversations about the Bechorah beforehand? Unclear. It's as if based on pasuk lamed. Based on Esau's behavior in Lamed, that was something that motivated Yaakov to say, now's the time. Sell me the Bechorah. Question one, what was it about Esau's actions just now? Okay, he was a he's always been a Rasha. So what, what dafka now motivated Yaakov to say, sell me the Bechorah? Question one, general question. Question two, a question by the, that the Rishonim ask. Is the Bechorah something to sell? Generally, we assume a bechora is a right. A bechora is somebody the firstborn. They get a double portion. I'm the bechor. I'm not the bechor. But if somebody's the bechor, right, I can't buy the bechor for my brother. My brother's the bechor. Can I buy it? From, you can't buy a bechora. It's not like a. It's not a, a, a mecca a commodity. It's not an asset that you can invest, you can sell, you can buy, you can give. So what is it? Mikhra chayom again. The rishonim are bothered by this in both ways. They're bothered that it's not here yet, it's a damashoba ola which we're not going to get into, but also it's 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 not tangible. So what does it mean, mikra chayamas That has to be a deeper idea idea, maybe not not a mechira in the regular sense. So what exactly is Yaakov doing? Why here is he asking for the bechor? It's not Bala Olam, it's not tangible. Again, many Mepharshim deal with this. We're gonna have two ideas from the Ksava Kabbalah of Mecklenburg. Two ideas. He asked this question. Line 4. He's also bothered by the, by the grammar, by the word mihra, not machra. Let's look at the first couple of lines. It says the Tzavah Kabbalah. The Torah is revealing to us, in, these, in this juxtaposition of the psukim, of Asaph's behavior, followed immediately by the sale, in quotes, of the Bacharat Yaakov. It's not like we would have thought that there was some type of sale that Esav willingly gave something up for the lentils. That's not what it was. You know, if you look at it uh, at the first glance, it looks like Yaakov took advantage. Esav was tired and he was starving, and he said, "Just give it to me, please." Yaakov's like, "No, no, no! Give me the bchaora." He's like, fine, just take the mechara, I'm starving. And then afterwards he would kind of have second thoughts and say, that trickster, that's what it looks like on the surface, one might think. V'kimat mocheraz ala mechira. Mokrach ala mechira. I'm sorry, he's mochrach, he's starving. V'gam eno k'dats mafarshim And I don't think there was a real sale here that he paid money for it. The lentils were kinyan kesef, it was shavah kesef. I don't think that could be. So says the... There's so much missing from the text if it was a real sale. The skip a couple of lines. Line 9. They were 13 years old. They were businessmen already. They were out in the field. They were 13 years old. They were still living in, in, in Yitzchak's tent. So what, what kind of. What? They're buying and selling? Over He had money, so those who give the pshat that there was there was money involved and it was a real sale says the Ksav Kabbalah. I don't buy it. I don't think there was a real sale here. I think there has to be a different a different idea. Middle of line eleven. I'm haavot. did exactly what the bechir haavot should have done. Could have done the chosen of the of of the avos. Who's there? Kashir his aved, nefesh, asav, elham, maachal, ubikish beyakov beis ipusha utpuso ayefuso viyigiaso. It has be a nafsho hasho'keka. When Asav was starving and thirsty and coming in demanding the food, lo nishta yakov afrega milamalot mevu kasho. Yakov was ready. He was about to give him the food. A second, it wasn't he didn't like taunt him and say, I'm not giving it until until you say. He said, Yaakov said, Can you sell it to me? Like it was for a second, but he wasn't gonna hold it back. Esau says, Fine, he gives him right away. <inaudible> he gave him the food. <inaudible> it wasn't like they had a long conversation here. But what happens? Amnam. Asaf Kitova lov Hitzchil was sabei penei a diber Really, and this is what the Kesava Kabbalah is adding into the text. What's this b'chora about anyway? What's this about? V'nisgal v'advar mimenu laharus koten maalas b'chora v'shem lachashibus beinav. As Chazal pick up on, Esav wasn't machshiv. What the b'chora symbolized, right? The avoda, extra standards, higher standards. V'kaiikasher shema Yaakov. As Dvarab mi zayon beinav. Once Yaakov heard Esav's attitude towards the Bakora, tafsu It wasn't a sale. But you know what it was? Yaakov was pointing out that you automatically lose the Bakora. It's not yours if this is who you are. He was basically letting Esav know Well if this is who you are The Bechor is mine What do you mean? He gives an example If somebody is amazingly brilliant But they act in a very foolish way but they've studied and they have four PhDs, but they act in a foolish way. Is anybody going to call them a Chacham? No, it's got, to, it's got to be part of who you are. <speaking in Hebrew> I can learn Masul Sharam six times and know it backwards. But if I don't act be Chacham, I am not a Chacham. It doesn't matter what I know, but it's who I am and how I carry myself. That's what defines me. Ki says the It's the same thing with Bechorah. Bechorah isn't just about a monetary double portion. Who knows if that was even there, uh, a uh, halacha then, right, pre and Torah? Bechorah was a position. Bechorah meant a position in the family, a position of authority. Whether later on it was Ruvain or it was Yehuda, but right? Yehuda stands up. Right? But was Yehuda the Bchora? maybe in a certain sense, he stood up, Yehuda, Ruvein Yosef, Kacha ha'adam b'shem b'chor be'emes, ashal yorah al chashivuso in If you hate the b'chorah, what that means, you hate that position and the responsibilities that goes with it, then you're not the b'chor. So Yaakov wasn't buying anything. He was saying, you automatically sold it to me and he points out from the words Mihra, he doesn't say mechre it's not a tzibwe please sell it to me he points out from the grammar it was a statement of fact you have sold the vachorah to me what is Asa's reaction I hate it anyway you're right what's the big deal like it wasn't like there was a, it wasn't was any trick here he comes in he's tired from ritzicha he can't handle it he's full of he's adom is his netiyah as we just saw from the declayakar so Yaakov's just letting him know oh, I just want to let you know it's, it's my vachorah why the barkar because that's not that's not you. Vegamoy Boslamasa veganosa begherim. Ubi Yosef right? And, and, and as we know Khazal say maybe Yaakov was the first one even that was fertilized even though he was he was uh, born later. He nebe bkhinazun is talkamase me Esav, Khashiw is Torbakar. Esav memelo lost it. That's how we look at it. Kevo sheiz Khashiw so what did Yaakov do? Yaakov did something that any Ove Hashem would have done. Not, he didn't take it, but he assumed the responsibility. It wasn't taken, it wasn't stolen, it wasn't bought. He stepped into the shoes of the Bechorah. He just stepped into it. That is point number one, said Iksava Kabo. Point number two, which fits into point number one, again, it's not, a, it's not a different point. Turning the page for a minute, he says, "Is there any hint to this in the text?" Bchor is bchora. is the firstborn rights. So says the Kabbalah. There's one word that keeps being repeated in these psukim. If you go back to the psukim, what could the pasuk have said? By Yaakov, what did Yaakov want to get? Or according to this, what was he letting him know? mikraq yawm es bkhuras khali what's the s doing there the puzzle could have been just as understandable without the word s vayom yakov mikraq yawm bkhuras khali sammi yubkhora to me vayom aysavniya nokh yawm khamus momaliz amozali bkhora vayom yakov swear he swore and what happens vayivas asav s habkhora again the s s sometimes has no translation but sometimes S does have a translation. Says the Ksala Kabbalah now, source number four on the back pit of the back. There are different elements of the Bakora, some temporary and some eternal. yerusha, The the temporary element of a bakora is the double portion. That's the literal. The assets. Or the covered, as if, as in the kinah of type of kavod. Motianus adam olam type of kavod. The glory, being the oldest child, that's all temporary. That doesn't last. The gashmi and the kavod, to get the present olam type of glory. But then there's the other element of Bechora. Fa hanitzchyoos heni udem nachshehem. That's the spiritual destiny of a Bechora. Vehi yirushas birchas Avraham. Asher burgu ashem liachir hasga'avo uvezara the promise that Avram got and kibiyitzki kar halchazara and not all of this like part of yitzhak. So that's a very different element of the Bechora. Line 7. That's what we're talking about, says the We're not talking about the Bachar. Yaakov's not interested in the Bachar of the Pishnayim, and getting the covenant now. He's interested in the destiny. He's interested in the dreams and the aspirations of what a Bachar yearns for. Again, a Bachar, not Bismanahzeh. Bismanahzeh, a Bachar has just the Pishnayan elements. But in a time period before when B'chor meant we're going to be the servants of God in the base of Migdash. Like by, by, by Baradar Sinai. The Avoda was with the B'choros. They had a different destiny. Skip a couple of lines. Amnam where it's underlined. Tachlis ha'oso nafshiyos. What he wanted was the spiritual and not the physical. And that is why he says Es ha Because Es many times in Tanakh And he quotes Can mean in With at What goes with the Bechora You can have the Pishnaim Esav You can have nowadays The physical Olam Hazed, This coven I'm interested what goes with the Bechora The destiny The Yehudim Mechrali Es ha And what did Esav hate as Efev that's what he hated he'll take the double portion he loves that part of the Bechara but he hates what goes with the Bechara the other part of it Vizeh continues let's read uh, line 20 now many times there is no S for his it's a connection he continues uh, from a grammatical point of view Es kamien im. kan diktik lahaskir milas es. michra es bechoraz chav. es and later on in the parsha es bechorasi Hosef Hosaf milas es lahoros. She'ena mechuvah, be mechirasa bechor, bechor batzmusah. He's not interested in the actual, the bechor that you see in front of you. Ki hu davar bulti efshari. La'asos emi she'ena bechor yeshon, tu and that you can't even change. The double portion elements. Aval ikra mechuvan, ha'inyan hamechubar vah Im and that is the destiny, and the Yehudim, and the spiritual uh, responsibilities. That's what he wanted. That's what he got. That's what he got naturally. Says the based on the behavior of each of them. According to this whole idea, there was no trickery. Yaakov was just letting him know, letting him know. By the way, you know, you lost it, right? It's not. A, it's not. It's a. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. And if uh, if one is not deserving of the privilege, then MeMelech, they lose the privilege. Okay, moving right along, probably the most difficult and challenging section in this Parsha to understand, and maybe even one of the most difficult and challenging sections to understand in the entire Torah, is the behavior of Yaakov and Rivka with the Brachos. Question that we've dealt with in past years, but today we're going to give up shots that might be well known, if not, uh, I don't know why it's not more well known, we'll make it well known right now from Rav Hirsch. Shadrach, an amazing, simplistic, in a a good way, simple, on the money, straightforward. What was their intention? What was Rivka doing? What was Yaakov doing? Were they lying? What was their purpose in the whole charade? And why didn't Rivka just go over to Yitzchak and say, Honey, you got the wrong guy. got the wrong son. After all, interesting, at the beginning of the Parsha, some of the Parsha's don't pick up on this, beginning of the Parsha, Rivka is told, V'rav ya'avot sa'ir. So she knows that, either from shame, right, or from uh, another Navi. So, Mestama, she, she told Yitzchak, I already had the Navua while they were in utero. Ravya avot sa'ir, loom yamatz," Says Riv Hirsch, starting off, We don't have to, and this is, he says this a few times in his commentary on the Torah, classic refresh, it's not our job to cover up sins of biblical figures. Because if we cover up sins of biblical figures, then they can't be teachers for us. If they were perfect, then it's not shy up to us, because we're not perfect. The best role models that we have in the Bible are people who are not perfect. Moshe Rabbeinu was not perfect. Cohen was not perfect. Right? Nobody was perfect in the Torah, except the Gemara says in Shabbos for four people who didn't make their mark on Jewish history, like those who did sin. David and Hamelech was not perfect. Okay, the Gemara says whoever says they sinned, enoel atah, one has to know how to understand that. But the simple interpretation of Sukkim is, right, the Ramban a few weeks ago says sorrow was chotas by throwing out, by, by being maaneh hagar. So the, the Rishonim were never hesitant. We don't have to add in anything, and we have to realize that they're the Avos and the Emos HaKadoshim and Akadoshos, but, says Rav Hirsch, in source number 5, we follow the opinion of our sages, and do not consider it our task to be apologists for our great men and women, just as the word of God, the Torah itself, never refrains from informing us of their errors and weaknesses. If Rebecca brought it about that Jacob deceits his father, it says quite unequivocally, Ba'achicha bemirma. Right, and... Vahulu, and there are midrashim that talk about the punishments, right? We say by, uh, Haman, right? They cried Zaka connected to Asub's. There are midrashim about the, um, results of this act. But let's try to understand it a little bit, says Refersh. Next paragraph. Not going to read the whole thing. Let us then try and get some understanding of the manner in which the three principal actors in this homily drama behaved. Jacob's behavior, Yaakov is completely clear and transparent, says Refersh. Don't ask any questions on Yaakov. You know Yaakov, what his job here was in this whole story? Two words, obedient son. This is his mother. His mother comes to him and says, Yaakov, this is what we're doing. You're going to do this. You're going to wear this. You're going to get this. This is what you're going to say. Yaakov's like, uh, um, he, she might touch me. He might uh, feel me. You wear this coat. Don't worry about it. Good. Go. She didn't really give him a choice in the matter. So Yaakov not really the focus of this story, says Refersh. Yaakov was the obedient son. What? Wait, but he, he, what, he shouldn't listen to his mother at the expense of Yitzchak. He also wanted the brachas. But Rivka didn't give him a choice. See, he just followed orders. Maybe Rivka even told him. Or maybe Yaakov, Yaakov knew that he was the Ishtam. He knew who Esau was. He knew that person he was. He probably knew that it's not a good idea to give the brachas to Esau so he didn't argue but again it's, he can't be at fault here he's the obedient child line 31 right from the beginning his mother appealed for his blind obedience to her orders she did not expect that he would do it to get advantage for himself and quite expected that his whole character as an ishtam would revolt against it she therefore cuts all objections short by exercising her maternal authority and pe- appealing to his duty to obey the orders of the mother keep it aim. be quiet and do what I say that's it it's basically, what, right? So, so regarding Yaakov, Imenu, Yaakov Avinu, no Kachas. Rivka, though. What was Rivka's Kavana? Unbelievable. Says Riv Hirsch. Says Riv Hirsch. On, go to the next page where I wrote number seven. As an introduction to this procedure, what do we have right before? There are two psukim. It's amazing. Right before the whole story of the Brachas. It's as if it's an introduction, right? The end. We have the story of the wells, and Yisraq digs the wells—the same wells that his father dug. He names it the same thing. That's when we'll talk about that on Shabbos. And he names, and, t- and he takes a, a shvua with Avi Melech, and they take a shvua and they name it Sheva, Fine. And then we're ready for the brachas. No two stuck in as if introducing the story of Yaakov and Esav and the brachas. Esau's 40 years old. He marries two Chitite women and they cause sorrows to Yitzchak and Rivka. Two psukin, that's it. And then we go to the brachas. Where did the Torah put that there for? What, as if... Okay, once said, one well, of the R- Rashi quotes, oh, because the smoke of these women's of Zara blinded Yitzchak. What, and Yitzchak still wanted to give the brachas to Esau? Like, how much does it take? He has to lose all of his senses from them to to, to get convinced? Refersh. as an introduction to this procedure we're given the information how Esau of his own accord grieved the great abrahamitic that's a great word mission, a double knockout blow by marrying two Chittite women if anything could have opened Isaac's eyes to the complete unworthiness of his elder son surely this would have done so and yet the very next Pasik, Yisra calls an Esau and says son, my eldest son you know Go get me some food. I want to give you the brachas. So what is it? Sezref Hirsch. What does Yaakov start saying to Esau? I'm old. What does old have to do with it? Why does Esau have to know that? Yitzchak is saying, I'm old. It's about time. Sezref Hirsch, it must have been that Yitzchak has wanted to give these brachas to Esau for a long time. But Rivka kept pushing him off. Rivka pushing him off. She was trying to convince him he got the wrong son. It's not in the text, which is a question. But Rivka was probably trying to tell him, Yitzchak, verav yavo tsair. It's not true. Give him to Yaakov. And every time Yitzchak might have wanted to give it, Rivka figured out a way not to. And this is what must have been going on until finally Yitzchak says, "I'm old. I got to do it now or never." So Rivka says to herself, what do I do? How do I prevent this occurrence from happening? How do I convince Yitzchak that this Ish Sayyid, Ish Sade, Yodeh has been masquerading as an Ishtam and you have been tricked? There's only one way to do that, says Rav By taking the Ishtam Yoshev O'Alim and masquerading him as an Ish the only way, says Rivka, that I could prove to Yitzchak that he's been wrong is to show him I could trick him the exact opposite way. And in that vein, Rivka's whole point was for Yitzchak to realize that he's been tricked and think to himself, oh my goodness, if I've been tricked in this direction, maybe Rivka's right. Maybe I've been tricked in the other direction all my life. And since Rav Hirsch, it was successful. Because as we know, what happens right after Yitzchak realizes what occurred? Yitzchak says to Esav, he's the blessed one. I don't take it back. I mean, I don't take it back. It should be a... Many first m- it's a mechachos. The whole thing was mistaken. It shouldn't have worked. Yitzchak gives his, his approval And what does he do? He screams! Why does he scream? Why does he see Gehenna under him, Chazal say? Not because, according to Rav Hirsch, because I gave it to the wrong person. No, because my whole life I've been tricked. And now I realize what Rivka was saying is true. And that's why he didn't switch the brachas afterwards. You don't see any regret on Yitzchak's behalf afterwards. Why not? He didn't get angry at... Why didn't get angry at Yaakov? He didn't get angry at him. And maybe after Esav confides in him that I sold the Bechorah and according to what we said it wasn't even a sale. He was basically admitting I'm not worthy of the Bechorah. Everything fits together. Yisrael realizes he was duped just like he could be duped in one direction which was the whole point of Rivka's actions. He realizes that it could have happened the other way all his life. Unbelievable. Let's read some of his words inside. Um, Line 18. What could she have wanted with this plan? Nothing but to bring home to him, to convince him that how easily he could be deceived. If a Jacob, an Ishtam, could so easily masquerade as a Gibort Sayyid, how much more easily can an Esav masquerade as an Ishtam? And in this, Isaac's undeception, through Jacob's deception... Rebecca Rivka, succeeded perfectly. As soon as Isaac realized the trick had been played upon him, he received a terrible shock. He saw Gehenem, how his whole life he'd been allowed to be deceived. Right? Would he have been charada gadola admaod just for giving the brachas to the wrong person? So give them to the right person. They shouldn't have worked if you give the brachas to the wrong person. It shouldn't have been chaos, a no, he's been scared that his whole life. He's been tricked. Immediately, the scales fell from his eyes and he immediately added deliberately his confirmatory and now fully, consciously expressed blessing, Gam Baruch Yeh. He shall be blessed. That is the amazing shot that our first gives to explain how Rivka, Dafka, tricked, but not to hide anything from Yitzchak, to prove to Yitzchak how he has been wrong for loving Esau his whole life and how successful he was and maybe that's why Yaakov, Yaakov also didn't inter, intercede because he knew he knew the plan. Then refers adds just uh, to be Mosif an idea that, that this one is, this idea is founded in various Befarshim and that is that maybe Esau knew that Yaakov was a tzaddik but as he wanted to do he thought Maybe I'll give some brachos to Esau and some brachos to Yaakov. What, what were the brachos? These great brachos that were given to Yaakov? What were the brachos? So if you look at it, it has nothing to do with the ruchmias. The brachos were, v'yitem l'cha ha'elokim, mitala shvayim, v'vishvani, a'rez, rov, v'vishirosh. Plenty. Physical plenty. Olama <speaking in> hazeh <Hebrew> gashmias. Nations should serve you. <speaking in> Hev'ikvir <Hebrew> l'achecha. You shall rule over your brother. Mishak l'l'cha mecha. Right, it's very Gashmi Brothers. Says of Hirsch, as many others say, Yaakov thought that they were both pretty good, Yaakov obviously was the Tzaddik, but it'll be a mutual partnership. There'll be two great leaders that'll work together. I'll give Esav the Gashmi world, and I'll give Yaakov the Ruchnius world, and they'll rule together. they will be a great team. Two elements on the bottom of the page were represented in his house by his two sons, in ace of material power and Jacob spiritual. Isaac knew quite well that both these factors were necessary for the prosperity of the nation. He knew that you need Gashmi and Ruchani. But the problem was, what Rivka knew, was that they can't be separated. They can't be bifurcated into two different people. David HaMelech has to be at Tzaddik, which he was. You have to have a little of both. Turning the page. But Isaac could have believed that the Abrahamic, Abrahamic calling was to be carried on by an it and an Isaac in brotherly unison, each complimenting the other. But Rifka knew, and maybe she knew this best because she grew up in the house of Lavan and her own home, the impossibility and failure of Shasa division. She knew from experience how the material too could blossom to blessing and true happiness only in a home in which the spirit of Avraham hovers only by a hand guided by the spirit. you got to have them both together. And that's why he gave the Gashbis to Esau, but once he realized who it was, he didn't take it back. Because he realizes everything. At that moment, his whole life comes apart in front of him, and he realizes. That's why at the end, a few psukam later, right, Rivka says to him, we got to send Yaakov away. Esau wants to kill him. He doesn't say, oh my, Esau... My Esau, who I love? What do you mean Yaakov is the one that just tricked him? Again, not a tinge of anger, not a tinge of being upset, because he realized the beauty of this strategy that he realized everything at that moment, and that is the reason and the, and the motivation for everything that happened afterwards. Okay. Next. Pick up on one Pasuk. Actually, two Psukim in the, in the Brachas. Two Psukim, and then one thought on the Haftarah, and then we're done. Chavzayin, chavzayin. Let's read a Pesach together. Chavzayin, chavzayin. What happens? Yaakov comes in, and he's wearing Esav's robes. Va, He comes close and he gives him a kiss. Yitzchak smells the smell of the, of the clothing. Va. And he gives him some type of bracha, or he's ready to give him a bracha. And he says, Re'ei reach bini." See the scent of my son. Kareach is the scent of the field asher berech Hashem that God blessed. What is this field? Right? Rashi quotes, Ganei dance, Ste tapuchim. Who's talking here? And who is he talking to? Right? He comes close and he gives him a kiss and he smells the begadim. Fine. And then there's an Asnachta. Second half of the plastic. Who is talking to whom? Mi Vayomer, and he says, See, see the scent of my son. Who is Yisra talking to Rivka? Look at, see, see the scent of my son? It's like the scent of the field. It's very unusual. Who's talking to who? Says the Radak. Says the Radak. Rei, source number nine. It's Yisra talking, but he was talking to nobody. He was like talking to himself. Check this out. Like we would say, if we're talking to ourselves, like we could be alone in the room we see something cool, we're like, whoa, this is great. That's what it was. Re, wow, this smell is great. Re, hey, re. That's what the Radak says. Okay, that's the Radak. How many Pesukim are there like that in the Torah? Vayomer to nobody. Okay, that's the Radachim. It's a difficult Pasik to translate. Says the Meshachach. Source number 10. First, he has another question. Let's translate the Pasik again. Re'ei Re'ach bini. Let's translate that. See the smell of my son. Do we usually see smells? It's kind of blurring the lines between two senses. You see things and you smell smells. What is in Yak who's talking here is saying, see the smell? How do you see a smell? V'od, Ma And R'ai is like, hey, look! What's look, who's looking at anybody? Says the Meshrachachmah, it's totally different than we think it means. Yitzchak is not talking here. Yitzchak is being spoken to. Who's talking? yuvan Says the Meshachachman, let me explain with two words of introduction. Number one, medrish. enov mera'os. As we know, uh, Yitzchak's eyes were blinded. Mera'os Mera'os pa'ashnan elu. As Rashi quotes, number one, how did Asa cause? How did Yitzchak's eyes become blind? Because of the smoke of Asaph's wives. Number one. So, point number one says the Meshechachma Yitzchak's eyes. He knows he lost his vision because of Asaph. Number one. Number two, Zohar Akadosh. He quotes the Zohar. Vayomer Re, Milosatumu. As the Zohar, who's talking? It's Satum Vayomer. Who's talking? It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu talking. The Shekina is talking. Is Okay, some say it was Yitzchak. But it's the Shekina. The Shekina is talking to Yitzchak? Meaning, if you read the passage, it sounds like there's something stuck in there. Yitzchak goes and, and, and smells the Begadim and gives him a bracha. Vayomer says the Zohar and HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes in and says, Hello, Yitzchak! Rei, reiach bini, kareach hasad that Hashem. Hello, wake up. Smell this. This isn't your son, Esav. It's bini, bini b'chori Yisrael. Shnei mms kiburach bedaver be'viv Maybe it's the shechina talking in Yitzchak's mouth. But either way, it's the of v'zeish amar rei tuchaleros. What must have happened at that moment? Yitzchak's eyes were open to the spiritual. Matter that was taken. He couldn't see who the sun was, but all of a sudden he had a re'iya sichlis. Hello, Esav blinded you a few p'sukim ago. Who do you think this is? Who's opening your eyes? It's obviously not Esav. Realize who smells like an Eden. Below Yekayu Einecha Meosah Russia Kirach Bnei Hu Yaakov Kirach Hasad Hashem Berachu Hashem Vezeshah Akara Ruch Hakodesh Bnei Yaakov. So according to the Meshech on a more uh, Kabbalistic Zohar level, it's the Shechina talking to Yitzchak, already giving him giving him a little uh, pregame that you got to realize this isn't this isn't as simple as hakoko Yaakov take a whiff. Re'e, look, look, you could see, you could see now the opposite of what Asav's wives did to you. They blinded you, but now you can see you have a tremendous vision, realize that this is a different type of person. So we have the Radak, uh, Yitzchak talking to nobody. And we have the Meshachach, in the name of the Zohar, that is the Shechina, talking to Yitzchak, already alluding to him who this son is. Okay, two more points. One. V'yitem possibly say every, every Moti Shabbos, the Bracha, God should give you Rashi says, Yitain viyachzor viyitain. Hashem should give, and he should give again. Yitain viyachzor viyitain. That's the bracha. Yitain yachzor yitain. Ask them a the first shim. What's the, what's the double What does this mean, Rashi? Yachzor v'yitain? Just give. Give. Hashem should give you, and he should give you. Give you, and he should give you again. Once you have, you have. Says the Gur Aryeh in the Maharal, Source 11. Doesn't mean to give the the same brachas. Once you get the bracha, you don't need it again. The Doesn't mean the same exact bracha, because that would be yitay v'yitay v'yitay v'yitay. I'm sorry. First, that's the Mizrahi. Maybe the double Washen is. Yitzchak's brachos and Avram's brachos. Okay, the itim, the That's the Mizrahi. Says the Gur Aryeh, another pshat, the line six. She Rashi ain't okay. Rak Lafisha birchas Yaakov, b'li mitzarim. Yaakov's brachos are infinite. They have no boundary. L'ficha kasa the Lafisha l'ficha ain't sheur the birchaso. V'chol mashitim o oso bracha yoser. Yiting asvitein means the brachas should be infinite, infinite brachas. That's the double lashon. Second shot, we're gonna have f- we're gonna have five pshatim. We already had two, really four pshatim plus an extra one. So the Mizraq in the gorayi says the ksav sofer. What's Viyitin? yiting? The Line two. Niroli lafarish ki al pi osher shamur lebaalavirato. The Pesach says, Osher, riches, many times causes, causes the destruction of people. <speaking in Hebrew> Chazal also say this, the Nisayon of being rich could be even a harder Nisayon than the Nisayon of being poor. Yoser <speaking in Hebrew> And the greatest sign is when somebody gets rich overnight. How many, how many, how many people do we see in in the in Hollywood, in the sports world, that can become millionaires overnight, and they can't handle it. They can't handle the wealth. They can't handle the fame, and they just they, their, their life goes goes down the drain because they can't handle it. Tovlo Shayala Osher. Little by little. because Bracha wants to give me a bracha, it's best to get it little by little. Badabadarga. I'm not saying here, if somebody wants to win the $50 million in a lottery, okay, we'll, we'll try to handle it. We'll try to handle it. But in a sense, says the Ksaf Sofer, having our life change overnight, getting, getting billions of dollars, that could make us not recognize where it came from. Mahainu. V'yitin, v'yachser, v'yitin. V'yitin. You should have a bracha, but it shouldn't all come at once. V'yachser, v'yitin. You should get some, and then get some more, and then get some more. Ache bracha, ahayoser gedola. Do you get it all? Because then you'll recognize that it's from God. Little by little, you'll thank God his sparkle for everything. If it all comes at once, I won't recognize it, I won't be able to handle it. Aval esav. What did he tell Asa? Mishmani get from the fats of the land. Why? He's already a Russia. It's not going to become more of a Russia. So just take what take take what you need. Via Lafari says, maybe this is the Kavana of the Medrish. A question of a, one of the uh, women. How long did it take God to create the world? Ask Asked to one of the tanahim. Amr l'cha. Bishisha shayamim. Six days. Umid azma ma'u What's he been doing since then? You know, God created it all six days. That's a long, long time ago. What's God been doing since then? Ose sulamos. He's been making ladders. Ma'a lozeh u He's been making ladders. Breaking some people up and setting some people down. Making ladders. God has to make ladders. Nira li This was the question. The question was, is there still Ashgachot in Bizvan Maybe God just created the world and left. Is there really Ashgachot v'amala? And he says, God's making ladders. What's a ladder? A ladder is not an elevator. A ladder you have rung by rung by rung. Doesn't just shoot up. Every little bit you got to step. Every little bit you recognize that you're going up or going down. That's what God's doing. He's giving a chesed to us. He gives us ladders. He does it little by little. And even when we go down and we need the message of being moweries, when God has morid us. That also is little by little, so we recognize what he is doing to us. Yitain, the of yitain. Little by little we want. It. So, number one, Mizrahi, Avram and Yitzchak. Number two, the Gerar Infinite. Number three, the Ksav Sofer, little by little. Four and five, is from the Eish Kodesh. Piyaz Source 13. Hashemi Yikom Damo. Says the Eish Kodesh, there are two types of gifts one can get in life. Let's start with start with the, the second paragraph. Let's start with the beginning. I'm sorry. Why do you have to repeat it? What What do you have to repeat it? Right, whenever you wish somebody a good thing, you have to say it twice. He says, Ah, oh, Hashem, should, Hashem should give you all the blessings of the world. Hashem should give you all the blessings of the world. Right, you say it once. If I give a gift to somebody and I never got anything from that person before, that's called no saying. That's called giving. I've never gotten some agreement before, and I give. That's a no saying. Mashain Kane But what if you gave me something in the past and now I'm giving you something? Is that really giving? That's not really giving. That's really returning. It's returning, returning the favor. Just getting masha Magillo. You gave me something, so I am giving you something. Lachen says the Eish Kodesh. In Anut So Shalom Pras. Obviously, we serve God not with the reward in mind. That's not why we do mitzvahs, but we know and we believe, and we say twice a day in the second parsha of Shema, we believe in Schar We believe in Schar Onish. So when we wish somebody. Give them a bracha. There are two elements that we're saying. When we serve God and we do mitzvahs, we get reward. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to give it to us. But is that really a nesina if we deserve it? That's not. A, that's a chazara. That's a yachzar viyitein. But says the Ish Kodesh. That's the second half of the bracha. But we wouldn't be able even to do anything in the first place if God didn't start off by giving us things that we didn't even deserve to get us started in life. So what we mean by yitain, the yagz of yitain is HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give you the bracha without being deserving it. A full nesina. You didn't do anything yet. Even before you do anything, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give you. And then, of course, after you, you, you use it properly in Mitzmas, Yahserviitain. And that's what he says in the continuation, the end of the uh, that paragraphs. Somebody doesn't have anything. How can he serve God? rock Keshashem, noti mithiwa. Even he's not Roy, that's the yitain, and then the Yahservi Yitain. And then he adds in another Pshat, which obviously is um, Somewhat autobiographical as we know the Eish Kodesh was written at a, at a time one of the most terrible times for the Jews in all of, world, all of our history maybe the, the worst time World War II and it doesn't really it's not exactly shot in the Pasik, but it's here so we're going to do his words Odafshar line 18 Ki Omer Ki Vo HaOvdim Be'eretz Ashur As we know Who's going to come back when Mashiach comes? The ovdim and the nidachim. What's the difference between an ovade and a nidach? Ovaid means lost. Nidach means pushed away. What's the difference between an Oved and a nidach? Sheyeshnam bechinas ovdim ubechinas <inaudible> nidachim. Nidach hu sherak nidach mimkomo lumakom rachok. Nidach means pushed away. aval nikar venirehu but you still are recognizable. You're pushed away, but you still recognize. You're far. But in Oveid, be Ashur, they're totally lost. There's no identity anymore. They're not recognizable. Tsaros when there are so many terrible tsaras going on. So then you no, know, we might not even be recognizable as Jews anymore. We might lose ourselves. Line 22. We can't even imagine. We forget who we are. We lose ourselves. We used to dive in and look where we are now, he says. Am I a person? Am I an animal? I have no Metzius. That's an Ovade. Uvoha Ovdim Beretz Ashur. Says the Eshkodesh, Kodesh. They were Ovdim at that time. But the Navi says they're both coming back. And the Gemara says, Baal Aveda Machazer Achar Avedaso. A Balaveda, Aveda, somebody who loses an Ovade, somebody's totally lost. But the Balaveda, Aveda, the owner of the Aveda, never gives up hope of getting his Aveda back. Ki kishinev da'aveida lo nirev, lo He doesn't have Yeyush. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Baal Aveda. We're lost! HaOvdim v'Eretz Asher. We don't even know who we are anymore, says the Eish Kodesh. HaLaKadosh Baruch Hu Baal Avedah And let's get back to the Pasuk now. Birech Yitzchak is Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov symbolizes us, Yisrael. Yitain. Not only he should give you brachis when you're recognizable, but Yachzer v'yitain. He shouldn't stop being chozer achar Ha For Falar Pashash is really nearby even on the Ovdim. Balaveda Yachzer Alenu Limsa Osanu Felitain Lanu Kaltuv Ulashivenu Lavisbrah galenu Gula Uftusku Feinu Venashina Borachim Rachim Yeshua's Tov. It's an unbelievable inspirational thought by someone who was not living in an inspired time. The amazing chizuk that he had to give his followers during a time, the darkest time, in the, um, one of the darkest times in all Jewish history. He could read a Rashi and come up with a whole Sichas chizuk for those who are, who are starving and downtrodden. So It's all together, really, five ideas. One final thought related to the parsha, which is a two-minute thought, and that is the connection to the Haftorah. Connection to the Haftorah. We know the Haftorah, Parshat Toldos, is from, say, from Malachi, the last of the Nevi'im, the last of the Treasar, Chagah Malachi, and the Parshas of the connection between the Torah and the Haftorah is that Esav is mentioned in the Haftorah. Third Parshat says, V'es Esav Sanesi. I hated Esav. V'asim es harav Edom, it's to the Nevuah, Esav, and, and, um, and Edom. Reb David Feinstein, though, just has, maybe, is another deeper connection of the Haftorah. Because if you look at the continuation of the Psukim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving Tochacha to Am Yisrael. And he says, Pasuk now in Perak Malachi, Ben Yechabed Av, La La'adonav, a son gives covet to their father, an eved to his master. Ve'im Avani, if I'm a father, says Hashem, a Kvodi. Where's my coven? Where's my morah? And you ask what you do? You say, what did we do wrong? You Koanim, disgrace me. What do we do? You give me disgusting breads on my mizbeach. And you lie about it. Right, and you give me Iveir, You give me Balimumim, pisech Give it away. I'm not interested. You give me stolen goods. What's the message here? Kodesh Baruch Hu is giving muster to, to the Bnei Yisrael. You're being being the avoda. You're being mivaze your special destiny. That's what Esau did. That's not you. Asaph was, Vayeev as Asaph as Abachora. He doesn't, I don't think he connects it, but I'm just looking at it now. It's the same word. Kodesh Barakhu says, Vachem Akoanim Bozei Shemi, V'amartem, Bamev Bozino Ashemecha, Vayeev as Asaph as Abachora. Claw Yisrael, that's not you, that's Asaph. That's Esav. That's the Moser is giving us because we're acting like Esav. We don't have the proper, the proper COVID. And further, furthermore, again and again, we have this shorish. Maybe it's all going back, all going back to Esav. Kaddish Baruch Hu is giving us musr. We have to be machshiv, the avoda. We have to be machshiv, our extra special privilege, to serve our Kaddish Baruch Hu. Mamlech has kadosh, the entire nation. We have to look at our Avodah every day. The message is not for, for just in the base of Migdash. The message is for all of us, getting up in the morning, the avoda that we have of being Jews, of serving our Kaddish Baruch in 613 ways. That we have to be machshiv. So we have to get back Against what Malachi said and get back to Yaakov Avinu who loved the Bechorah who did everything for the Bechorah and said and didn't take it away from him but he naturally assumed the position of Bechor as hopefully we will all B'ni Bechor Yisrael. Okay, we'll stop here. We will continue with the latter next week.